Hey, I'm Lay. And I'm Alex. And this is Mommy Glasses. Where we talk all things real, raw, and unplugged. Letting all moms know you're not alone out there. You know, that that's, you still have friends there and all that other stuff, but you and I have talked about this a lot, like their phones. Lately, like I have been feeling like, and it's not lately, it's, this has been a while, you and I have had this conversation before, where they, I feel like I'm neglected. Like Sunday, my uncle got married. And I don't know if weddings bring out the romantic side in Dale, but like, you know, he's more attentive. He's in my face. He makes me feel beautiful. But then turn around and this whole thing with their old job happens. And every single day this week, he's been in his phone. He's in his phone in the bathroom. He's in his phone in the bedroom. Like you're talking to me, but then having a conversation with your boys in your group. And then like, I think when he notices that I'm getting aggravated, he tries to include me into the conversation, but I don't want to talk about them. I don't want to talk about that type of stuff. If I'm always mommy 10 times a day or all day long, according to him, I don't want to be mommy when we only have like 10 or 15 minutes with just us before one of the kids comes in for something else. Like it's hard to break down or separate mommy and daddy and husband and wife. You know what I mean? Yep. And like, I wanted to throw the freaking phone, but every time we talk about this phone, it's an argument. So like I get to the point where I'm just like, I shouldn't say anything. No, I mean, you, it's definitely a balance because I have tried to find that balance as well. And now I'm just sarcastic and I just make jokes about it all the time. I'm like, you and your goddamn phone are going to find yourself at the bottom of the river. Like, that's just how I do it. <laughs> because he knows. But then I get it. I mean, he's caught me doing the same thing. Like, Colby and Capri will be asking me for something and they have to ask me five times because I'm in my phone. But I'm like seriously, the, the 30 seconds I take to look at my phone, because I haven't even looked at it in a while, is the 30 seconds the house freaking falls apart. And that's not fair. Like, you get to sit here and, and be in your phone and talk to your boys on the couch for fucking 30 minutes while I'm cooking dinner, and I don't bother you. Like, I, I honestly have just started, like, not bothering him at all and just seeing how long it goes. And then I just put it in his face when I'm like, yeah, well, you should have been paying attention. Or yeah, you were just on your phone for 30 minutes, so go give them a bath. Like, I'm now starting to use it, not against him per se, but like to show him that it's taking over a lot of his life. And then I know that your phone, if you have an iPhone, it takes your data. So I'm like, oh, are you higher or lower on your phone this week? (laughs) So like, I just have been getting very sarcastic and strategic with him. Um, I need to do that. I need to look into that because you are like, when I say you hit the nail on the head, that's exactly, I feel like as soon as I get into my phone, it's, Oh, why, why haven't you done this? And this needs to be done. And it's, it's, it's like a ruckus all around you just for simply checking it. But let me not answer my phone. Right. Answer my phone. Like, oh, you never answer your phone because my hands are full. Exactly. Like, it's usually a problem when you don't answer your phone because you always have your phone. Exactly. Like, if I don't answer my phone, I usually will call you back. And it's because my hands were completely tied. I could not get to my phone. Or that I didn't even have my phone. My kids had my phone somewhere. Right. And Callie will hit decline in a heartbeat if she's watching something. Oh, same. Same. She called me like nine times in a row one time. And he was like, what the fuck? And I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) 
He's like, I've called you nine times. I was like, I don't know. Kids have the phone. I was like, oh, they hung up on you. <laughs> They're like, stop interrupting my show. They don't care what's going on. It's like end, 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 end. Exactly. That's funny. Um, but actually with this whole thing from their previous jobs, I was actually at that board meeting the other night for four and a half hours. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was there for business stuff and it just so happened that this conversation came up and a lot of their team was there and the board was there and whatever. But I was getting text messages from Chris, like, are you, are you headed home yet? When are you coming home? The kids aren't asleep. The kids are not going to sleep until you come home. I said, figure it out. And I'm not coming home right now. Like, I'm not going to lie. It sucked to be in a meeting for four hours, but I was there because of business and I wanted to get what I needed done. But also I'm not leaving something to come home and put our kids to bed. You need to figure it out, dude. Like stop relying on me so incredibly much for these issues. Yeah. The small things with the kids. But then also, actually we were in the car yesterday coming home and Chris was on the phone with your husband your husband called my husband and they were talking about it. So yeah, it is a big, it is a big deal. But then they were also talking about just life. And like see, I, think I knew that was happening because I've been picking him up from the train station and usually he calls me when he gets off work. I lie to you not. I probably called this man like, like the time that he usually calls, he did not call. I figured he was on the phone or something like that because he was like, oh no, no, I'm just leaving. Lies. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what time, wait, what time? It was probably like, not that I'm sitting here trying to catch up on your husband or check up on your husband, but it was probably like between 4.30 and 5. Mm-hmm. Yeah, around that time. Yeah. But I remember last week, was last week, two weeks ago, when the guys were having a drink at our house, like downstairs or whatever. It's funny because they were asking, I was the only girl, obviously, but I was just trying to pay attention to the kids because the, my kids were just running around outside in the water fountain and then Colby pulled his pants down and pissed in front of everybody. And I was like, oh my God, I cannot do this. Oh my gosh. But um, they were asking questions about their wives. So I was like, all right, boys, like y'all can have some drinks and y'all can get back home. And they're like, not even going to lie, I have been paying more attention to my wife or I've been putting my phone down or I've been doing X, Y, and Z and still it's never good enough. And I was like, you know what? All we want, all we want is your attention, like your full attention. I said, you got us because you gave us the attention we wanted and liked. And now it's like, we don't even get that attention anymore. And you wonder why we're pissy. And they were like, well, it's not even as if we're trying not to. It's like, we're trying to take care of work. And we're trying to make sure, like, you know, we are providers and stuff. And now we're dads and we're trying to take care of the kids and we're trying to give you a break. I said, it's great that you try to give us a break by, by taking the kids. Like, that is a huge break. But also, like, me as a person, I still need my husband's attention. Just like you said, there's a difference between mommy and daddy and husband and wife. Yeah. And I think that's a huge part to why women, you know, we, why we get in our feelings a lot. and then. Some of the guys were like, well, because I said something about an argument Chris and I had or something like that last year. And um, I said, I basically ignored the hell out of him. He was blowing me up and I was just in no mood. I know I would have said some mean shit, so I just didn't say nothing at all. And a few hours went by 
and he wrote a text message, I love you, question <laughs> mark. Like, he, <laughs> he didn't know what he was going to say, if it was going to be good or bad. Like, he literally didn't know how I was feeling. And um, the guys were like, but you know what? I actually like when my wife plays hard to get. And I was like, really? Like, I hate that game. Yeah. Dale's they love it. They love it. They're like animals. I get more of Dale's attention when I'm irritated with him and I don't want him in my face and I want him to back up and get out of my face. And I'm like, why is it that you're all over me when I'm mean to you or when I don't want to be bothered with you? But when I'm yearning for your attention, I want that attention from you. I feel like, like the girl that's crushing on the basketball player who's not interested. <laughs> And I shouldn't have to feel like that with my husband. No, you shouldn't. You need to, you just need to have that conversation. Like, look, my needs need to get met. Cause I did. I just felt, I was like, these are my needs. My needs are X, Y, and Z and they need to get done because that's what you need. Everything. It's everything. It's like, it's not just the mommy, daddy duties. It's the husband, wife duties. Like as the wife, especially after having babies, after having, like before I had kids, I had all the confidence in the world you couldn't tell me i wasn't bad you would tell me i was ugly and i would be like bitch where um but like now like you tell me something like that and i crumble i'm like oh my god maybe he's maybe she's right maybe that you, you know like i start questioning myself so i need that validation from my husband and i feel like when he doesn't give it to me when i am yearning for it it becomes a problem because i'm like now I'm going to be solely focused on the kids because I'm not getting the attention that I want from you. But let me dress too sexy and get out the house. You don't want other men to give me that attention, but you won't give it to me. So it's like, I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't. Where, what do I do at that point? If you're not telling me, if you're not giving me that validation, and I'm like, it's something as simple as, damn, like you look good. Or even the way you look at me sometimes, like the way he looks at me when I do feel like I look good, that makes me, that's, that's a sense of validation. Like, okay, he's still interested. He still likes what he sees, but when I'm not getting that at all, what? Hmm. what am I, I feel you. I feel you for sure. But I think there's also like like, you also have to, like, you're building back and I'm building back a lot of the confidence after a baby, and we just have to own it and take it. And whether they say something or they don't, you have to just know it and you just have to flaunt it. Because I think, like, you know, Chris said, he is attracted to my confidence. But when I'm being a bugaboo, oh, my God, it is so annoying to him. He hates it. So <laughs> I feel like it's – and I was a bugaboo last year for sure. But I'm not a bugaboo anymore, except for some things like the phone. But now I've just turned my game. I'm like, that's it. I'm just going to turn my strategy. So maybe if we turn our strategy, it will change. See, Dale hates that. Dale hates when I treat him the way he's treating me. He's like, oh, I don't like that. And I'm like, well, neither do I, clearly. And if this so you should do that more then. Like, if this is the only way to get your attention and get you to see how I feel, he's like, well, why do you have to do that? And I'm like, because when we talk about it, it turns into an argument. Like, with the whole phone thing, I've gotten to the point where I don't even like saying anything about the phone because I feel like it's going to turn into an argument. And I'm, I'm a shut down kind of person. It's either I'm going to be really, really, really mean or I'm just not going to say anything. So he'll be sitting there. He's like, oh, what's wrong? Like, last night. Um, we started watching this thing on YouTube, like some like music review or something. But 
by the time like I had to go fix dinner, I had to get the kids in the tub, you know, mommy duties. And by the time we got back around to it, at that point, I didn't want to watch it anymore. I wanted to spend a little bit of time with him before he clunks out because that's usually what happens. He just falls asleep. And like all the kids were gone. It was like the perfect him and him and I time. Did I get that? No. And then he turns around and he's like, oh, what's wrong? While he's texting. While he's texting. So you're texting. You're not even making eye contact with me. And you're asking me what's wrong. Like, yeah, I'm going to be like nothing. But yeah, something was wrong. I want your attention. He used to just say it outright because I used to say nothing and walk away. And he used to know all the time. And this past year, I said, I'm done. I'm done doing this. I am going to tell you every time you piss me off because I think you should know about it. Like there has to be a change in behavior. I always heard the best apology is the change in behavior. And I told Chris, I got, I actually got tired of hearing him say, I'm sorry. He would say, I'm sorry. And I told him just a few weeks ago, I said, I don't ever want to hear you say, I'm sorry again. Cause it does nothing for me. I need you to change the behavior. Right. Yeah. My mom used to say that. Like she used to say, um, I'm saying, I'm sorry. is just words. If nothing changes then you're not really sorry. And she, her, her motto used to be like, sorry means I'm not going to do it again. But if you keep doing it, then you're not sorry. Exactly. And yeah, but well, how did you, how do you address it? Like if it's happening right now, how would you address it? Well, we probably right now I would let a lot of it go. I have, I have let a lot of it go because I realize I don't want to be a bugaboo, but on the things that I really need, I just get right up on it and I'm just like, if you put your phone away, shit could get done. And I say it just like that because he knows that I'm very forward and very sarcastic. But when I get to that level, I mean business. He knows when his wife means business now. Like if we're out in an event or something, he knows if I give him this this hand signal, not that you can see it, but if I take one finger in the air and I like make a circle, like let's go, Mm -hmm. he knows his wife is on the brink of, of, of getting (laughs) aggravated. So we have learned over the years to use our behavior to know each other's levels. Um, but yeah, I just say things now like fucking get your shit together and he'll tell me like, you know, he'll tell me certain things, but that doesn't work for every couple. Like every couple, like I used to have an ex-boyfriend that told me I should never name call him. Like, I, I think I called him stupid one time. I was like, you're so stupid. And he was like, I would never do that to you. Don't do that to me. And I was like, yeah, you're not my guy because <laughs> I actually enjoy it. Like, I find it to be flirty in a sense, and I find it to be very real and transparent when we can curse and call each other names. Obviously, he doesn't call me names directly like dumb bitch or anything because that's <laughs> on a different level. But if I'm like, right, but you know, if I'm like, let's, let's get your shit together, you're acting dumb. He understands that what that means. Right. So that's how I address it. I just address it. It it depends on the moment, to be honest, but we've come so far that. Chris have also been doing this a lot longer than. Dale and I have like to be yeah but but to be honest I feel like you have to know how each other works best like I had to really analyze that first of all I'm an analyst number one but number two I really had to sit myself down and analyze my husband and go okay 
how does he work best? When I come at him, because I have come at him strong, it blows up. But if I come at him or, you know, are nicer or I ask him to talk or I come in a different angle, he responds better. So I basically had to treat him like a female in Mm -hmm. order to get a better response (laughs) because he is sensitive in those areas. Um, But I'm opposite. He can come right at me, which is what I want. I want him to tell me and he wouldn't. He would be like, no, there's nothing wrong. No, you're good. And I'm like, that's not true at all. There are things that you do not like or that you're bothered by. And I need you to tell me. Um, And actually last week when the guys were having drinks, your husband and I were talking about the male. He was asking me questions about me and Chris. Mm -hmm. And I was like, honestly, Chris's female, like his more feminine side and my more masculine side help to balance each other out because I know that I have a lot more of a masculine side inside of me Mm -hmm. um I'm a little cutthroat at times and Chris definitely has a very high feminine side and I don't mean that in like a homosexual or you know I don't mean that in any type of way I just mean that his levels of sensitivity and like feminine understanding is actually pretty high. And I would say that because of his mom, Mm -hmm. like his Korean culture. Mm -hmm. So your, your husband said, wow, that is very interesting. Like that's actually a good way to put it. Like how your masculine and feminine feminine sides balance each other out. I don't know if we have that. Honestly, I don't, I don't know because he's, he, Dale says that I'm very sensitive and I don't think he realizes that sensitivity isn't just like crying and whining. Like it's also like getting in your feelings, like that's being sensitive. And he's just as sensitive as I am. I feel like he needs to own it so we can get past it. Um, because he's always like, Oh, you're in your emotions. I'm like, I'm a fucking woman that it comes with the territory. Like you and I, it's not business. It is personal. So like as my husband, regardless of what's going on, it's all personal. It's not business. Now, like when I deal with my daughter's father, that's business. Like this is a transaction here, here, goodbye. That's it. I don't care how you feel. I don't care about like what happens to you afterwards with him. And I am like, it's, it is personal. Everything that happens between the two of us, I take it personally because you are my husband. Like if you say something and you didn't mean it in a mean way, but I took it that way, that's personal. Like my feelings got hurt. If we have a situation, like I hate when something happens and like, I get it. My husband is a mama's boy. He doesn't like to admit it, but he's a mama's boy. Dale will go and have an entire conversation with his mom, let her know all of his good news, and then come home and I'll just hear it in passing. And I'm like, so you weren't going to say anything? And my feelings get hurt because I'm like, I'm your wife. Why wouldn't you want to have that conversation with me? Why wasn't I the first person that you called? You know? So I don't know that, that balance. I think we struggle with it. You just got to keep finding it and keep working it out. And I think the best thing is transparency. I mean, my policy is always honesty. And Chris and I have always been honest with each other. But I think last year, the year before, I, I started putting myself in a little box. Like I started letting him have more say. Like, you know, if he said something, I listened. Like I became very passive in a sense. Mm -hmm. or submissive in a sense. And I hate that. That is not me. 
by any means. And so I started creating this like war inside of myself because I was so frustrated with some of the things that were, that was like going on and I just held it in. And so of course he was like, Oh yeah, this is good. And this is great. And I remember last summer he was out, he went to um, happy hour after work and he was supposed to be home by like, you know, seven, eight or whatever. And he didn't get home till like 10 o'clock. It was probably like seven something, eight o'clock. I was like, are you headed home? Like I'm over here killing myself with these kids. I need some help here. And you're out there just having a good old time, which I hate. I'm like, if you're having a good time and I'm not, there needs to be a balance. When's my time or when's our time together? Because I hate the feeling of missing out. That's my biggest thing. And not missing out on like things going on. Like if I have girlfriends out, I'm like, that's cool. I don't care. I'm not missing out. But it's missing out on things with my husband. That's what I get very particular about. Um, And so I just lost it. I literally was like, that's it. Like we're falling apart. I'm falling apart. Our family's falling apart. And he's like, what the hell are you talking about, Alex? Nothing's falling apart. And I realized that I had been holding all of this inside of me and never communicated this to him. And he didn't feel the same. So we were uneven. And I had to show him, like, this is how I've been feeling. I've been incredibly frustrated. I hold it in. I don't say anything to you. I basically create a war inside of myself to keep the peace on the outside. And I said, I'm done. I cannot do this anymore. I'm having breakdowns by myself and I feel alone. And you don't even know it because I don't share it. I don't feel connected on that level. I said, that's it. I'm done. I'm going to tell you everything that bothers me and I'm going to, and we're going to fix this. And you're going to tell me what bothers you. And that's why I say last year was such a growing year for us because it was, we had to grow through some significant challenge and it wasn't like, I look back and I think, wow, it wasn't like the end of the earth challenges, but it still was very challenging. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. Like I think women or as women, sometimes you do expect for them to kind of read minds in a way like if my behavior has changed why don't you notice that and right. make those changes maybe that's something that I need to work on but I think as far as communication for for Dale and I when it comes to that stuff I get fearful like I'm afraid to have those conversations because I don't want to argue which is crazy because I used to be a very confrontational young lady but I find that as I've gotten older I've kind of calmed down a lot, kind of, a little bit, I guess. <laughs> I, I would like to say I calmed, I think I calmed down a lot because I used to stand on top of tables to get my point across. So, you know, I, I just, a lot of times I don't want to have that conversation because I don't, I don't want to start that argument. I don't want it to get to the point where we're going to bed and we're angry with each other or like, especially during the week, Dale has a habit of falling asleep mid-conversation and that will piss me off. Like, I get it. You're tired. I got it. You've been at work all day, but damn, we were just having a conversation in your sleep. <laughs> like, and that's, it pisses me off and he'll be like, what do you want me to do? I'm tired. I'm like, okay, well then we shouldn't have even started this conversation because having this conversation and you falling asleep is, it's a trigger. It's going to piss me off. I hear you. Those triggers are hard. He actually, um, Chris tells me that I like I know I'm an over communicator and I'm sure just like many 
women who are wives and mothers, they crave their husband's attention at the end of the day, you know, for multiple reasons. A, for an adult conversation. B, because it's your freaking best friend and lover, so you want their attention. Um, Just so many levels. But the way men and women's brains work are totally different. Women will sit there and, like, spill the tea and want to talk and connect, like, verbally. Mm-hmm. men don't care to hear the verbals at all like at all so <laughs> it's very annoying to them when we talk too much whereas women are like hello why are you not talking like you're not connecting and I think just as men and women in general we have to find the balance and Chris will actually tell me Alex I don't want to hear it right now and that's his way of telling me to stop because I'm annoying him He won't tell me that I'm annoying him, but he'll tell me to stop talking. And instead of taking it as an insult and taking it personal, I have to know that that's how he's communicating to me his needs. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. But you're right. There there does have to be a balance because if I'm catering to your needs, I feel like my needs need to be met as well because I feel like as mommy, when I'm in mommy mode, I feel like I'm cooking dinner, I'm doing laundry, I'm folding clothes, I'm picking the kids up from school. I'm trying to make sure that you have a meal on your plate and ready to go by the time you get home. The only thing you have to do is go take a shit in a shower and come eat. By the end of the day, like I've been running around trying to make sure that everyone is good. And the only thing that I need to be good is for us to still have that connection like that's what I told him I'm like I'm I feel like mommy all day long if I could just get 30 minutes of Leandra and Dale husband and wife then I'm good that's all I need but I feel like when I'm lacking that that's when it comes it becomes an internal problem it's true it's definitely true yeah like I I get depressed yeah I I mean, I've been there. I, to- I totally understand how you're feeling because that was us last year. I keep saying that, and I know I keep saying it, but it's true. Like, I think there's a huge connection and understanding when you're able to really empathize, right? Because I 100% feel you. And I started to really figure out new ways. Like, instead of maybe talking verbally to each other because you say it always ends in an argument, yeah. you should email Like, I know Chris and I get our best conversations out in text message. That sounds horrible, but each of us are able to speak, like each of us, without interrupting each other, without eye rolling, without walking away, without whatever, we are able to look at the words that each other says and then like logically respond. That, and like you saying that, um, it sounds terrible that you have better conversations through text. I, I don't think that's terrible at all. Because some of Dale and I's arguments have, you know, subsided through text. Like we've been able to get through the conversation through text because there's no arguing, there's no talking over the other person. You can actually sit and look at what the other person is trying to say or say. And like, especially for me, like Dale has a tendency to stop and think before he answers me. And when we're talking, it makes me feel like he's ignoring me. Like I'm like, hello, did you hear what I just said? Um, but through text message, I can't see his pause. I can't hear his pause. Um, so he's able to get his his thoughts out. So maybe that could be something that can be a tool that we use to, I don't know, because I don't even know how to start that conversation. Like, hey, I want your attention. And 
even if it's for a couple of minutes, because then he complains. He's like, oh, well, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm doing this. And I get it. And I'm like, but if we don't make, if I don't say that we don't make enough time for each other, like it, I feel like the time that he wants, it has to be scheduled, you know, like, oh, well, let's go on a date. Well, it's not realistic for us to be able to go out on a date every night. Like we have to plan and schedule, especially if we got to get rid of the kids. You yeah, have yeah. to find people to watch them. So does that mean that the only time I'm going to get your attention where you're only focused on me is when it's date night? Like I got to wait for that. I got to wait till I can find someone to watch all the kids. And again, who has to find the babysitter? Me. Maybe you should give more duties to, to Dale because the other, <laughs> I think we should just treat them how they treat us on occasion because the other night I was on the phone in the kitchen doing something and of course got one kid attached to me and the other kid asking for something. And I'm looking at him. I gave him like a hand signal, like you want to start dinner? <laughs> and he came over to me and he was like, did you just tell me to start dinner with your hand? And I was like, yes. <laughs> like, yes, I did. Because it had like, you're not going to be the, I'm, it's just not going to work this way. I'm very big on the balance and equality. There's yeah. no way you're going to expect me to do all this shit while you just sit down and do nothing. I'm going to tell you right now to get up and start doing something or else I'm going to boycott everything. And, and maybe you can call that tit for tat. I don't know. <laughs> That's just how I make sure we have an equal house. And if Chris goes out for guys night, I make sure that I go and get my nails done or that I go out and do something for myself. And in the beginning, he used to get mad. He used to be like, why do you count the nights that I go out? And I was like, because it matters. Because the nights that you're out are the nights that I'm home by myself with the kids. And that means I get nothing done for myself while you're out enjoying your own, your own time. I said, in order for this marriage to work happily, it's a balance. And I'm going to make sure I get mine. I am totally inserting an applause right there because... <laughs> Like you, oh my God, like I'm clapping in the air right now. <laughs> that, that's exactly how I feel. Like you get that time, you get to do that. And while you're doing that, I'm home and I'm stuck. I can't go anywhere. I can't do anything, at least not without the kids. Exactly. You get that guy time. And I'm like, even that small personal time between you leaving work and coming home, you're alone with your thoughts. You're alone in your head. I drive to the store and it could be 15 minutes and I appreciate that little bit of time to be able to think and not have to worry about picking, not leaving the kid in the car, you know? Oh, I get it. I, I feel like before when I was younger, I'd be like, well, I get to do this, this and this by myself. And now that I'm married with kids, we fight. I think we said this before, who can go to the grocery store by themselves. It's like a gift, right? It's like, <laughs> I'll go. No, I'll go. It's like, it, that used to be a chore. Now it's like, oh no, I will gladly do it. It's funny how things turn and life works out, but I truly believe in keeping the balance and, and um, making the communication the number one thing in a relationship, because that's how you build time and trust and um, like a flow. So you figure out how each other works best. And communication doesn't just mean verbally. Communication means through your behavior. And um, I mean, Dale sending mixed signals, obviously, when he's on his, te on like texting on his phone, but he's like, is something wrong? 
It's yeah. like he knows he has to say it, but he may not really mean that he really wants to ask you right now because his attention is on his phone. Right. Whatever conversation him and the boys are having, which I will always have some sort of resentment towards them because of that. Oh, I know. I feel like they're his mistresses, even though you're not like doing anything sexually. It's like, okay, but they're getting your attention and I'm not. That's cheating to me. Oh, I oh I f- was feeling the same way la- last year, and I told Chris about even, like, certain things at work. Like, we would be on the weekends, and he has, like, an inner core group text message, mm-hmm. and um, there's, like, five other teachers on it or something. And I was like, really? You're not even fucking working right now. What the hell you all got to talk about? I would I literally was getting so angry with him, so angry. I was like, the fact that I have not – any of your attention right now and we're in the car he would be like texting while we're driving and I'd be like either I'm gonna kill you right now or you're gonna put that shit away like I'm gonna become like a vulture seriously I feel you (laughs) but he got the hint because I stayed on him enough like I feel like you have to stay on like bring up the issue enough to make sure that it's a problem and gets resolved but not over to the fact where they're just like so annoyed that they rebel. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a very fine line to push an issue, but not over push it. Yeah. Well, it's something to work on. Yeah, it got pretty deep. I got, I got a little bit of emotions out. <laughs> so did I. These are the ones that I like. I love these conversations. Uh, it's good therapy. It is. It's great therapy. Okay, so if you all have any suggestions or if you can relate to what we're going through as a mom, wife, girlfriend, whatever, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, um, leave a comment on our Instagram on the Mommy Glasses post. And until next week, we're out. Sounds like kids are waking up. They are. (laughs) Perfect timing. Perfect. All right. Bye. Yeah.